Hello everyone and welcome back to Warmest Regards. Hello Emma, it's been a while. Dare I ask how you've been? Um, Like not dead, but like not living. <laughs> Our dearest like... Emma has been passing a kidney stone and experienced a cyst that has burst in her pelvis <laughs> for the past two weeks. Let's just say morphine has been her friend oh it's fantastic stuff like highly recommend um yeah it's the only thing that got me through really that and codeine um oh it's it's yeah it's been been a nightmare but I feel like you need a bit of lightheartedness right now absolutely absolutely January has been a whirlwind of horrendousness okay but I did meet a lovely man called Gary Gary? Who's Gary? So I met Gary in the first hospital that I attempted. Mm -hmm. um, And we were in a nice little department. It just opened that day, actually. It was very (laughs) clean. Actually, no, do you know what was really worrying? There was blood on the floor and it just opened that day. That's concerning, isn't it? But anyway, we'll we'll move past that. Um, Gary was lovely. So Gary had had an allergic reaction in his stomach, he says. That doesn't sound like a very uh, medical... No. diagnosis no so Gary, Gary. Was, was quite big covered in tattoos and he um was just happened to be sat in our little unit thing and you become very close with people very quickly in those scenarios and I was rocking back and forth and he very cautiously said so what you in for anything exciting and I said a kidney stone he said oh thank god I thought you were mental like oh no <laughs> Cause I was living up to the name Gary. Yeah. Cause I was rocking back and forth. He was like, you know, all that rocking, it got me thinking like it might be like a mental thing. Yeah. And I was like, might be a bit mad. I was like, no, I'm, I'm in like actual horrendous pain. He was like, yeah, well mine's horrendous. And I was like, so what are you in for? And he's got like uh, antihistamine drip up. And he was like, well, I've had a really bad allergic reaction in my stomach. I said, what do you think it is? And he was like, well, I've been trying to lose a load of weight cause I put on weight in my pregnancy. And I went, you're what? He went, well, don't laugh but my wife got pregnant but I put on weight <laughs> and I said what do they call that is it like sympathy I, to be fair, apparently it's a legitimate thing I don't know he put on six stone <laughs> and I was like Gary I've been there with a the cream egg and two but like no six stone in a pregnancy and he said and so I'm trying to shift it so I'm trying this protein stuff that's new and he said I think I'm allergic to it I've been vomiting all night my insides feel itchy I've got a rash you've tried to show me the rash Jesus Christ I didn't want to see it um yeah and so that's what he was in for but we ended up chatting for quite a while and I actually recruited his child to come to one of my classes which was nice fantastic um always at work and then Karen in finance arrived and that's when they gave me the morphine and she said get ready Gary because you're in for a treat Half an hour later, I don't even remember what I was saying. We were talking about tax fraud. We were talking about... And then we started becoming paranoid, thinking that the guy behind us was actually working for HMRC. It was just really (laughs) bizarre. But... Yeah, it was it was lovely. It was a really nice experience and actually the, to be the with Gary. The kidney stone has been passed. It has in a gin glass. No, oh, in true mm. style, the way it deserves. I couldn't believe it, Lou, when it clinked. When oh. I'm weeing and I'm thinking, I'd, I'd been waiting. I've been so like a coin being dropped in water. Just sounded like heavy. a lucky fountain. It sounded really heavy, and I was like, "Oh my god, no!" I said, "There's no way. There's no way." I'm spilling it all over my hands, and I'm going, "What on earth?" And there it was. One side's rough, one side's smooth. Ah, yeah. But it's been sent over for analysis. 
So I've sent it off. Oh, good, good. Yeah, well, it's very, it's very lucky to catch a kidney stone like that. It's very lucky. Yeah. Were you weeing in a gin glass every time yeah. you needed a wee? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So um, the gin glass has now gone in the recycling. Oh, it was a pretty gin glass too. Do we want to see the? I feel like we should share the picture. Oh, oh yeah, we'll share the picture if you want to see it. Like I'm happy to show you my urine, but um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was just an odd one. And then when I took it into the doctors, they went, "What is that?" And I was like, it's a kidney stone. What else would it be? I probably thought it does look like a tooth. It does look a little bit like a tooth. Anyway, I had it in the urine pot thing. And I said, look, I fished it out with a spoon because I didn't think you'd want the urine attached to it. And they were like, well, what do we do with it? And I said, you send it off for analysis to find out if it's got magnesium or calcium in it, whatever it is. And so they went and got the doctor and I said, oh, all right, here's my kidney stone. Oh, my God. It was like his favourite day. He was like, oh, what, what? And I was like, a kidney stone. And he was like, let me have a look at that. He was getting it out with his gloves. He was, was feeling he? it. He was pressing it. And he was saying, oh my gosh, this is brilliant. Well done you. Did you get it through a sieve? And I said, no, in a gin glass. And he was like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I'm wait- I'll, I'll let you know the results as soon as I've got them. Yeah, that, that would be lovely. Yeah. But we're glad to have you back. Thank you so much. It was touch and go for a minute there, but I made it through. And I would just like to say I've come to Emma's flat, oh. which is fully stocked full of beautiful snacks kind of very healthy very very healthy you know it's dry jan and all lots of expensive nut bars and prep cranberries coated in yogurt and your hospital i'm thanking you for your hospitality did you see what i drank this morning yeah, it looks very green. It's straight green. It's <laughs> green juice. That's what I drink every morning now. I hate myself. What do you have for breakfast these days? Green juice. Just green juice. Simprove and then green juice. Simprove, I hear you say. Now. What is Simprove? Simprove is a probiotic drink that you drink every morning and it is incredible. Guys, when I tell you that this And how stuff, can I get my hands on it? It's so funny you ask that, Louise, because I have an exclusive discount code <laughs> For you all. Emma 15 will get you 15% off your order. And I highly recommend you do the 12 week plan like Louise and I are doing. Oh boy, oh boy. I'm going to go do that right now. What flavour would you like to get, Louise? Mango and passion fruit, please. I'm a strawberry and raspberry girl. <laughs> no, it is really good though. I like fixed my constipation in about three days. Yeah, mine was more like my bloating, like it reduced yeah, my bloating, yeah, yeah. gave me more energy. Honestly, th- th- it's just incredible, guys. Like this stuff is gold dust in a bottle. And I know it's expensive and I'm not going to sit here and say that like we don't get that. We do get that, but it's worth it. And we it's, not, look, it's not a priority, but if you have the means yeah. to, it's a really good thing to uh, invest in if you are struggling with tummy issues. And that's why I got you guys that discount code. So it's Emma15. Yes, yeah, it's a shame it's not warmest regards 15, but... <laughs> we don't always get what we want <laughs> we in life. We don't always get what we want in life. So, Lou, have you seen that Molly May has had her baby? I'm team Molly May all the time. Like, I don't get why people despise this woman so much, I think. I've... Did you hear her Diary of a CEO podcast? I've heard so many men say that they've got 24 hours in a day and a woman says it and it's baffling. I Absolutely. Do... Yeah. And I, yes, in context, I understand I understand it. I just don't think we need to... It doesn't need to be overanalyzed. I mean, for, for goodness sake, if people took the things that we say on this podcast exactly. with no context, we'd both be cancelled. Me yeah. first, obviously. Like Hashtag she, snowflakes. Exactly. It's um. But what do you think of the baby name? Have you heard it? Yeah, I have. Yeah. 
So, spoiler alert, everyone. The baby yeah. name is Bambi. Bambi, yeah. What do you think? Um, I wouldn't want to be called Bambi. No. But if I was called Bambi, I'd know no different. So, I guess every cloud. Here's my opinion. I don't like it. Um, it's not for me. However, I'm always a big fan of people. It's your, it's your kid. It's your baby. You birthed it. So it's you, up to you what you call it. I think it's going to get shortened to B, which I actually really like. B's lovely. B, because I, I know quite a few children that are called B that are either short for like Beatrix or Beatrice or, you know. And so I think no one will really know that the name is Bam B. Yeah. I think it's just going to be B. Um, yeah, it's not for me. It just, I've never, ever heard it before. Um, do you reckon they've already got the Instagram handle I yeah. imagine that's probably, a probably. Huge, that's probably a huge thing these days like when you're choosing a baby name is whether you can get a good Instagram handle for it I've I seen know. people like get the handle before the baby's born and then like they, they're tagging madness. it whilst it's like in the yeah it's horrible that is an absolute madness I just don't get it at all no um, but yeah I, I hope that they're all very happy and Bambi's different. It causes a, stu- a stir and actually maybe she's got a collection launching with PLC we, or something. We did know a Cinderella at college. Really? Wasn't she work at... Oh, she wasn't called Cinderella. She was called Sidorella. Sidorella. Oh. Yeah, so her name was shortened to Sid. She was lovely, really nice girl. Sid is a really cute girl's name. It is. It reminds me of Ice Age. Oh, yeah. It does. yeah I can't believe you remembered her. I thought her name was Cinderella. That's why I remembered her <laughs> as Cinderella. Last from the past. Um, so, Louise, have you been watching Love Island? I have not been lo- watching Love Island. I've tried so hard to watch Love Island because I, I basically, the only reason I watch Love Island is to hear Louise's music. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it'll be on this year. It's, um, yeah, it, guys, I don't know about you, but it's a bit dry, isn't it? And I, do you know what? I'm not finding it relatable anymore because they're all so young. I feel How old. young are they? They're like 20s. 21, 22. Wow. Like, they're so young. And they're all like, yeah, I just feel like now's the time to settle down. And I'm like, are you nuts? <laughs> You're like off your head. I tell you what, I don't, I'm not watching Love Island, but I do follow Maya Jammer on Instagram just to see what she's wearing and how unbelievably stunning. beautiful she looks. Absolutely stunning. She kills it every it's time. It's like so um, like rewarding. Like I get a real kick out of just seeing how beautiful she looks every week. Yeah, I feel like I'm winning when I see her look beautiful. Like yeah. it's a, it, it is a great feeling. She's pretty fabulous. She's a great host as well. But yeah, I'm, I'm just not getting into it this year, if I'm honest. Like it's just not serving me. If someone approached you at say 1920 to go on Love Island, what would you have said? Or would you have even considered it? Do you know what? Ironically... Now I look back and realise how good I would have looked in a bikini. Yeah, I would have said yes. I would have been mad not to have said yes because there's no chance I could go on it now. I was in enough trouble at 19, 20. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I was hated someone, enough. You're like, a, you've been approached to go on Love Island. Like, it's not like you've asked to go on it. Like, you've been like... Yeah, okay, yeah. Seeked out. Yeah, maybe I would have. I feel like maybe it would have at least been a... Con- you maybe would have at least have considered yeah, it. Yeah, I would have considered it. What about you? Absolutely not. I actually can't think of anything worse than living in a house more like with more than one person. Yeah, I'm saying all of this. I don't think I could do it, Lou. And the heat. Like, I do love the heat. Um, but I like to look at the heat from the shade. 
if that makes sense. So I, I like to yeah. be in the shade and then watching all my friends have fun in the sun. So I guess I could do it there. Um, yeah, I think it's filmed in Mallorca, isn't it? Oh, is it? I, why did I think it was in South Africa? It's in South Africa at this time of the year, but the summer one's in Mallorca, I think. Oh, yeah. okay. That makes sense. Uh, but no, I would have absolutely hated it. And the other thing is, is watching it at this time of the year, especially where it's like filmed in South Africa, it's nice and warm and they're all in bikinis. It just makes me want to go on holiday. All my body is craving at the moment is to be like buried in like hot sand and like my head just to be out. Like, you know, that feeling of just like utter warmth. That's all I want. It's Okay, I'm, I'm going to stop you right there <laughs> because... Two weeks ago, all you wanted was to be buried in the snow in the Scottish Highlands in Broadchurch. Like, it wasn't Broadchurch, oh. but um, no, I didn't want to be buried in the snow. I, I hate being cold. I've had chillblains for the past... Have you ever had chillblains? I've had them for the past two What's weeks. What's chillblains? It's where your um, joints, I think, oh, your joints or whatever, I think it's joints, um, are really cold. So you've been outside in like minus weather or not got enough circulation in your toes and then you come back inside and they warm up too quickly and so the blood vessels expand and create this like swollen effect around your joints and they're quite itchy and really uncomfortable Ooh. you can get it in your fingers you can get it in your toes and I've I've got it in my toes essentially because I'm outside a lot with work um, and I did it the first time by coming in from like a really cold day and getting immediately into a hot bath Oh yeah, no and now I, and now I just have like I'm really susceptible to them. So like putting my feet in shoes is really really tough, and like putting socks on is just horrendous. I actually lost a toenail. Did I tell you that last? Oh, I last, remember. Yeah, I remember yeah. when that happened. So I lost disgusting. a toenail. That was because of the uh, chill veins. Um, I won't post a picture of that on our Please Instagram. Don't. Think it would probably be censored. Um, yeah, so my whole body is just craving warmth and booking a holiday i think everyone wants to do that in january anyway i don't know why more people i don't know sorry no i don't know why i don't go away in february my parents always go to thailand in february Ooh, lovely i know if you could go somewhere right now where would you go bogner regis <laughs> jeez it's the last place i want to go um I'm trying to think where's hot enough this time of year because it's actually quite hard to find places that are warm enough well you'd have to go maybe like south africa Australia, New Zealand, like somewhere where they're having that uh, summer, maybe. I'd go to Bali. Bali? Yeah. I can't see you in Bali, I have to say. I'd get some harem pants <laughs> with some elephants on and maybe a backpack that says, I'm trying to find myself. Yeah, I can't see you in Bali. I reckon Bali, I mean, the Maldives always, always and forever. Like, if anyone asks me where I want to go right now. Have you now, ever been? No, I'd love to go. Absolutely love to go. Wouldn't get in the sea, but I I'd have no go. desire to go to the Maldives. You're mad, absolutely mad. Who would you go with? Stop yawning. I'm really, I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> For oh. goodness sake. CNHS. It's not like you've had a, it's not like you've had a bad week or anything. <laughs> had a bad life. Um, who would I go to the Maldives with? On my own. I don't want any basic bitches around me. You'd go to the Maldives on your own? Yeah. No, you wouldn't. I'd go to town on my own. I go to the Maldives on my own. Do you think you'd travel? I don't know how long the flight is, but it's got to be longer than like 15 That's hours. Bliss. Do you understand? To me the other day, I can't remember who asked me this. Who was it? Somebody asked me something the other day and said, what, what do you really want right now? And I was like, either a general anaesthetic or a flight. 
Are that's what I want. Similar effect. I either want a general anaesthetic where I can turn my phone off and it be put in a locker and me be literally forced to sleep or a flight where I can't get any signal in the air. That's mm. what I want right now. Or I'm going to chuck my phone over my balcony, which I now ironically can't do because it would hit me back in the face because I've got two wires on there. That's true. Pigeon Man was around today. Oh, tell him about Pigeon Man. I'll post, him. I'll post a picture of Pigeon Man. I didn't actually get his name. He was mm. um, about a 65-year-old man with strangely small <laughs> feet. <laughs> he did have really small feet. Really small feet. Um, he was like half dad vibes, half creepy vibes. Um, yeah. but he did do the job he's put up a little thing for you hasn't he we didn't he didn't put up a net no two little strings to try and stop the pigeons he didn't want to leave he was chatting at the end what did he, he say at the end how funny if we got him to stay for the podcast oh my god he could be the our thing first is guest. we're pigeons <laughs> he could be our first guest can you imagine yeah, he hates him as much as I do. You've got his number. Maybe we should get him on one time. I just no, don't I don't feel like we should invite him back. No, I don't, I don't think he requires an invitation. He just rang the doorbell, didn't he? <laughs> he just turned up with his stuff. He's put some spikes up as well. It's great. Um, oh, sorry, we got sidetracked. So, um, holidays. Have you got any holidays booked this year, Louise? No, but we really want to do a road trip um, around Italy. That's like Ooh, on our list. Very We've Gino not looked into like... ITV. Oh, yeah. And I've been watching um, Stanley Tucci on BBC. He travels around Italy and eats loads of food, goes to all the different provinces. But yeah, we'd really want to go to Italy and try and do that. Love to go to Tuscany, Florence. Never been to like Amalfi Coast. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, just really lovely beaches. But we're talking like we want to take like three, four weeks out. So I don't know whether we will be able to do that. Um, If not, really want to go to Greece. I'll go to Greece with you. With my husband. Oh. <laughs> That's shit. Okay. No, no, we can go to Greece. The enthusiasm. <laughs> the flipping enthusiasm behind that. Yeah, fine. I'll take my little like charity Barcelona, case. I miss. I'm going with someone else, I'm afraid. Who are you going with? Uh, my friend Laura. I'm glad. I'm glad that you're going with someone. What, so that you don't have to go? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I can go on a romantic trip away. Yeah, I've never craved a holiday more in my life. Oh, I bet. I need to leave the UK. Do you know what I need? Like, somebody said to me the other day, was it my eyelash person? So, oh, maybe it's a nail one. Somebody said to me, um, where's your favourite place? In- oh, no, 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 no. It was a therapy thing. And they were like, imagine your favorite place in the world right now and like all this stuff and then they were like okay so what's your favorite place and I said T5 (laughs) and they said where's that and I said Heathrow Terminal 5 they were like are you joking and I said no there's so much hope in that place do you love T5 I refuse to fly from anywhere else you think you're going to get me in Gatwick Airport and when don't even try and say the L word don't even try Luton You wouldn't find me dead in Luton oh, Airport. No, Lu- I, I hate Luton Or Stansted or anywhere like Birmingham or Newcastle. Oh, I only flew from Heathrow the first time this year, ever. Stunning, I've, got, isn't I've only it? ever done EasyJet from Catwick. Did you do T5 though? I think so. You Is need- it with like all the posh shops? 
A T5 is British Airways only. Yes, I flew a British yeah, Airways. So it's, yeah, so it's beautiful. That's how I flew out to your wedding. That's how a lot of your wedding party flew out because we were all on the same flight. Oh, I see. And it was beautiful. You've got your Itsu by the gate. It's, <laughs> it's brilliant. No, it's a stunning terminal that is full of so much hope and so much joy. And Where are you sitting exactly in your mind when, you go, when you're going to your peaceful place? Like where I in T5 am, is it? I am pulling my rock luggage suitcase through. Oh, you'll know, guys. You'll know. You know where Prada and Chanel are. And then you've got Itsu in the middle and then there's Pret to the side as well and I'm going through and then I'm going to go up the escalator I'll pop to accessorise just to get a pair of sandals and treat myself um, oh it's and then maybe a Wagamama's I think I got a Wagamama's pre-flight in the before. morning I when I flew out to you guys for the wedding I think it was like a midday flight and I got a quick waggers and did some work before I went down to the gate I can't imagine anything worse than eating a Wagamama's before getting on a flight I had some edamame it was lovely Oh, but yeah, it, I just honestly, T5 brings me a lot of joy. My airport experience is very different to that. I like, I get, first of all, I get up at crack of fucking dawn to get the cheapest ticket, right? Because, <laughs> <laughs> and also you get a full day, like a full day. So we mm. do like earliest out there, latest back. Get up, crack dawn, get into uh, Gatwick Airport, security, it's just a nightmare. Pete's diabetic, we get stopped, it takes yeah. a while. Why have you got needles? Why have you got insulin? Why have mm. you, you know, all this sort of stuff. And then we go through, you know, when you get that, like, you've been up so early, you almost get that, like, sicky, sicky hunger feeling. Yeah. But I kind of love it because it means I'm going on holiday. Yeah. So, like, I carry that feeling around for a bit. We head to Pret. Second, no, first floor. We go to Pret. I get myself a porridge, a sandwich, a juice, a cookie, and then I and can, you a have nice, to get a, a nice West loan out because that would cost you easily thirty five pounds. <laughs> it comes to thirty five pounds. I immediately regret it. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting how much prep chart. And then we just head to our terminal. It's delayed. It's a classic. I don't mind. I'm going on holiday. That is my perfect airport experience. Yeah, so basically, I really need a holiday. I really need to get away from the UK. Could you really go on holiday on your own? Yeah. Do you think? That's, I, that's I, the future I'm facing. I love travelling on my own. I, love to, I, I go shopping. I do date days with myself. Yeah. It's strange because I've never... I don't think I've ever travelled on my own. Ever. Oh, no, I've been... I've, flo I've flown once to and from Ireland to see family on my own. And I did enjoy that, but it's a 45-minute flight. I don't think I spend much time on my own. I think I'm going to go to America on my own um, in the in July. I'm planning on, but obviously I, my godmum lives out there. But that's like a seven and a half hour flight. I can't wait. Mm. And if business goes well and luck, you know, comes through, then maybe I'll get business because I don't want to obviously sit in economy for seven hours. I have only ever, bear in mind, I've only ever flown EasyJet. Norwegian Airlines and Ryanair. Uh, last year we went with BA and we were in, is it premium yeah, economy? Yeah, premium economy, yeah. Lovely. Isn't it beautiful? I don't know any different now for long haul flights. So I'm going to have a real big shot. I didn't, we didn't pay for it. This so, is the thing you can't go back once you've gone we, into business or first. I mean, my God, you, you can never go back. A hot towel, Emma. They gave me hot towels I came in to put on my face. And, they, and then they were just giving me orange juice and so many liquids. Yeah, and standard. And then I felt, felt like a meal was coming every hour. What you're describing as well, just so that we've we've got it clear, Zara, yeah, Mango, 
Mm. Bershka, H&M and Primark. Primark is economy. Okay. You went to H&M. Oh. So imagine what Zara's like. Wow. <laughs> Talk me through this etiquette. So the man in front of us on the uh, premium economy flight, because we were in a row of two and there's three in the middle and there's two in front of us. He early on reclined his chair all the way because you know if you know you recline your chair so you you immediately lose the space of the yeah. person sat behind you that he got did that early so like i couldn't have as soon as you take as soon off. as we taken off yeah he's in his right to do that he is he'd yeah. already annoyed like i feel like that's just not it's flying war. etiquette yeah no, what he's done is he's declared war yeah no it's just not <laughs> yeah it's for me that is or at least i turn around and i go sorry i'm just gonna put my chair back right here's the issue with that my love you're going to do it anyway. You're going to do it anyway. So why? Because you, you're not asking. You're making a statement. You're actually rubbing it in. I'm giving them a bit of warning because I had no warning. He just pushed back. No, you're rubbing it in. You're actually going, I'm going to stick my chair so far in your face and I'm going to tell you about it whilst I'm doing well, it. Well, I think it's a, a little bit of warning is nice, personally. But then, Emma, he snored. Well, look, I'm a snorer, so I can't judge. He snored and it was like... <sighs> Oh, Jesus. It was like that. And then so much silence and you're like, okay, good, it's gone. Oh, yeah, sleep apnea. <sighs> that the, the breath was held, right? Mm, my dad does that. Um, do you think that the flight attendants should have said, excuse me, sir, you're snoring? Yes, absolutely. And you would. Or am I expecting too much from these people? Should I get the bollocks and stand up and say, no, please stop snoring? Had I not been in such a happier mood because of the reason why we were flying, I may have been like, for fuck's sake, stop snoring. I mean, I snore and I can tell you now I'd want somebody to tap me on the shoulder and go, I'm really Wouldn't sorry you? you're snoring. Because I'd be so embarrassed. So I would want that. Um, but I, I very rarely fall asleep on flights unless I'm in a bed. Um, just because I don't... Or do you think as a snorer, you should take accountability of the fact that you snore and you've got to change the way that you lie down? It's not about that, though. Like, I mean, it doesn't matter which way I'm lying. Like, sometimes, I mean, I don't really snore anymore, but I used to. Um, I mean, I, I very rarely fall, fall asleep on flights. Having said that, last year, I did a really stupid thing where I went to a conference in Stratford-upon-Avon and I was meant to leave. I told myself I'd leave at 11pm. My flight was at 7am. Hadn't packed. Hadn't done anything. And I didn't leave Stratford-upon-Avon until 3am. Uh. I got back here. I didn't sleep. So I, I went 29 hours without sleep, which for someone with a chronic illness is not doable. Mm. I had a bath. I repacked all of my things. Got picked up by my friend at, God, 5.36. And had a nightmare when I was at the airport where they said you, your ticket isn't available it doesn't exist like it was two days ago you missed your flight horrendous then got treated like I was Bridget Jones in Thailand at security with because I left my laptop in there and by the time I got on the flight I was so delirious I was hallucinating because I was that tired oh I slept the whole four and a half hours because I had a whole road to myself I don't know if I was snoring I don't care <laughs> I, I honestly I don't care I don't give a shit because okay, so if I was sat behind you and I went and I tapped you and went excuse me you're snoring I would have turned around and gone do you want to do the drive back from Stratford-upon-Avon at 3am 
Like, so you wouldn't have been grateful. No, and this is the thing, you don't know the circumstances is all I'm going to say. And those circumstances, I mean, even the, the air hostess, when I got up, when they said it's it's 20 minutes to landing, you've got to go, f- she woke me up. I was like, are you okay? And I stood there and how weird, she actually knew someone that was at the same conference as me, so random. Um, and she said to me, she was like, you were so delirious when we gave you the hot towel and we offered you champagne. You didn't even communicate she said I was really worried about you you probably thought you were going to pass out or something yeah she said you did not look very well and I said I've not been well she said you haven't had anything to eat or drink and I said can I just take a bottle she gave me a bottle of champagne oh my god yeah it was really sweet because normally I'd always start with champagne and then work my way through but I I was so delirious yeah it's ridiculous um I'd never drunk on a flight until last year it's a dangerous game it's, it's really soothing it's soothing but it can be dangerous it can be really dangerous a jack daniels and a hot chocolate's a really good one for a f- long-haul flight jack daniels and a hot chocolate yeah so you just ask for a hot chocolate and then the jack daniels comes in the little airplane bottle yeah and you put about half in stir it through stunning absolutely stunning that will send you straight off really yeah it's beautiful never heard of that yeah i'd, I'd always recommend that on a long-haul flight if you just want to have a little nightcap little sleep um yeah, but but yeah, basically, I, I am going to travel to I think probably to America on my own because I don't think anyone else will want to come with really me. I think that's really exciting. I I think taking yourself off on an adventure is like a real good mm. once in a lifetime thing. I can't wait. I can't wait to leave my phone with Karen in finance and not be able to be contacted for seven and a half hours. I just think that's probably the most beautiful. It's the only thing that's keeping me going, quite frankly, Louise. Oh Emma, I know it's the only thing that's keeping me. Be light in the mood. Yeah, do you, you wanna- can have a wee. Yeah, I need to answer my phones. Marry diaries, single diaries. <laughs> well, I feel like you haven't had a moment to be single these this last couple. Oh yeah, of so weeks. to follow on from the last podcast, I left everyone on a cliffhanger. That night, it all went wrong. Oh, of course. Yeah, it all went really, really wrong. That you night. were cockahoot about a guy, and then it all. Yeah, no, it just, it all went terribly wrong. Shit hit the fan very quickly, didn't it? Yeah, all went wrong that night, so I'll never be saying that again on the podcast because it jinxed me. So, um, no, I deleted all of my dating apps, every single one, uh, on New Year's Eve. And I haven't looked back since. It's the 1st of February now. I don't have any inkling or... uh, Sorry, I don't have... (laughs) I don't have any inclination to re-download them yeah haven't gone on a date it's no dating january dry january uh no fake tan january i didn't fake tan once in january that's mad isn't it well i think i love your skin color i hate it i think it looks so lovely with your dark features i look like a jacket potato no you don't it's the anemia there's absolutely nothing on single diaries and i'm actually gonna have to change single diaries to frozen diaries egg freezing diaries yeah so egg freezing is a go hopefully um i was meant to have my appointment tomorrow but it's got cancelled because i haven't bled which is so annoying um but it's going to be starting in march hopefully that isn't too far away it sounds really no, it's far. a month it's a month away but i'm just so desperate guys to get it done now and then i'm gonna have a big egg freezing party in april i cannot wait it's gonna be amazing i'm actually thinking of hiring a venue because so many people want to come pete's been looking into a sperm costume um, costume yeah so we've got a couple of men coming yeah yeah it's gonna be amazing and there's gonna be an easter egg hunt with the amount of eggs that i get from the so retrieval exciting it's brilliant isn't it i'm just so excited i don't think i we wonder if we can enough. rent some chicks yeah like live egg hatching <laughs> yeah 
That would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, live egg hatching would be really, really good. So, um, yeah, so that's I think that's going to be really exciting to document. I'm really interested by it. It's fascinating, isn't it? It's... Oh, I would love to come with you to your egg retrieval. Please Can I do. sit in? Yeah, I've, I've, I've got a book in for the Bloods and stuff in London. So if you want to come with me, because it's all going to be in London, I'm going with the Evewell Clinic in Harley Street, um, in case anyone's interested. Um, yeah. I'm really excited, really, really excited. Um, it's just a lot of money, so I've got to get it right. Yeah. <laughs> and hope that it all goes well. So, um, yeah, so I didn't know what to change single diaries to. Should it be egg freezing diaries? Should it be frozen diaries? Should it be egg diaries? Egg diaries. What do you think? <laughs> Let us know. Married diaries? Married diaries is absolutely golden in the land of newlywed love. <laughs> No, it's oh, I called our first relationship meeting. What? Yeah, I thought, why not start the year with a bang? And sometimes, like when your relationship's just always like worked and it's going smoothly and it's happy, you forget to like check in and make sure that you are. Um, basically, we always chat about our dreams and our goals as a family, and we never really apply it in any way like we always think oh wouldn't it be amazing to do that or wouldn't like one day we'll do this rather than working out like how and when we would do it and so we really had a good old think about like what we would love the next five years of our married life to look like and um it was really helpful because I feel sometimes when you keep things in and you have it in your head of everything you want to maybe experience or uh, achieve or whatever word it is um it feels really overwhelming and you think oh it's mm. too much I I can't I, there's no way I can do all of that but writing it down makes it a lot easier it's just things like for example things like when do when would we like to look at having children um how much we want to uh save um where we would like to go on holiday like countries we'd like to visit together before having children that's such a good idea yeah so we had like a little evening of just chatting and we sort of broke it down into like um like three years and five years or something we want to do this year together when are you gonna have kids <laughs> no one knows not even I know what <laughs> I don't know I might say I want kids in five years doesn't mean I'll have kids in five no, years no but like is it in the three-year slot or the five-year slot towards the five-year slot really I'm really surprised yeah I thought you were gonna say between one and three years no 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 no. I don't know why. No, I feel like I really want our, twen our 20s to be ours. Yeah, damn straight. Might not end up that way. Who knows? But that is um, where we are currently. That's what we're looking at. Love that. Love the idea of a meeting. Yeah. Um, should we finish on a question that we've had? Let's do it. Yeah. So we have had a question from Richard, Richard in Surrey. Surrey. Let me get this up. Richard has so kindly messaged us on Instagram and said, who are your three all-time dinner guests, dead or alive? Oh, this is so easy. Is I've it? already thought about this. Miriam Margulies. Good one, good one. Ramesh Ranganathan. Mm -hmm. Catherine Ryan. None of them are dead. I don't, I don't care about meeting dead people. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you want me to say like my dead granddad... Well, no, because you've met him, haven't you, darling? <laughs> you've probably had dinner quite a few times, haven't you? I, yeah, there's no one dead that I particularly want to meet. Okay. What about you? Um, so dead would be Frank Sinatra. 
Okay. All day, every day. Alive would be Tony Bennett. Okay. That wouldn't be a very good conversation. It would be brilliant conversation. I'll have you know. It would be fantastic conversation. We would talk over nothing but seventh and ninth course. Oh, you just sing, I guess. Exactly. Um, oh, and then I want a female in there. Now, uh, I thought about Adele, but she doesn't give much away in interviews and podcasts. And I just feel like I've... She strikes me as a girl's girl, though. And you're definitely a girl's girl. Yeah. So I actually, now I'll go with Adele. I'll go with Adele. I find her really interesting. And I just think that she's So got... three singers. Oh, Horrible. Sorry. Didn't you go with three comedians? More or less. Horrible. <laughs> At my meal, I wouldn't want to have some profound philosophic conversation. I just want to have a laugh, I think. I don't want to turn up and it to be really intense. Yeah. Oh my God, the pigeon. The pigeon. Look, 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 look. It flew away. It flew away. That's so good. Um... It, it bounced it back. It bounced the pigeon oh, back. Oh, should we take a photo of... Pigeon Gate. That is amazing. Sorry, guys. I got literally... The, the pigeon, pigeon man's worked wonders. The pigeon came over and it bounced it back. It's like a trampoline. Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> I'm going to get this for people at my front door so they can't come in. Just have one wrapped around you at all times. I'm literally going to have one wrapped around me being like, <laughs> back off. Um, yeah, I, I see your point. I mean, at least with my dinner, we could all sing in tune. Ew. It'd be such a cringy dinner. <sighs> That's life. Okay, so it has been so good talking to you, Em, and we've had a really lovely conversation. She hates today. it when I sing. <laughs> um, I'm just grateful. I'm, I'm just grateful it's not Robbie Williams' swing when you're winning. Oh, album. I forgot to put him on there. Right. Okay, but we will be back next week to chat all things probably Valentine's. Yes, it is the dreaded V Day coming up. Yeah. But we will see you next week, guys. And we hope you've enjoyed this very messy all over the place podcast. Yeah. We love you. Warmest. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do that again. I'm so tired. Um, Best wishes. Warmest regards. <laughs>